0: This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, everybody. Carm Capriato, Aftermarket Weekly, episode 186. I'm with Sue Dixon. Hey, Sue.
1: Good morning, Carm. Excited to be here.
0: Yeah, thank you for being here. It's maybe our second, third trip down the podcast aisle here. I appreciate you coming on. Listen, if you turn this episode off, I'm going to be very upset because we need your help. Yeah, it's about education. Yes, it's about students. But yes, it's about the future of our industry. And it's about the fact that we are such a high-tech industry, but we've got to go shout that from the mountaintops,
1: right? Exactly. It's time to collaborate with education.
0: That's right. And we're going to talk about that. And I know you have a role in this. Thank you so much to our great friends at Dorman Training coming to you live on tape. From the Dorman Training Studio, sometimes called my Carn Cave. Automotive technologies of today and tomorrow demand that professional technicians continuously maintain and grow their knowledge and skill sets. If one does not update, they will evaporate. Mastering the changing technologies, adapting new and more efficient testing techniques, and exploring new tooling and equipment applications are just a few challenges. Dorman Training is dedicated to providing the latest information and proven service and repair tips brought to you by some of the nation's best instructors in the company of some of the nation's best technicians. Dorman has been a leader in driving new product solutions for the automotive aftermarket for more than a century. With DormanTrainingCenter.com, we also deliver the technical training and insight service professionals need to further their careers and stay current. The automotive industry constantly evolves with technical advancements, making it crucial for technicians to stay updated with the latest trends and techniques. By undergoing comprehensive training, aspiring technicians will equip themselves with the necessary skills and knowledge to excel in their field. In addition to personal technical training throughout the United States, Dorman Training Center delivers online training modules covering a wide variety of topics, with new resources rolling out regularly. Whatever your role or experience, you can find helpful information on DormanTrainingCenter.com. Dorman Technical Training covers many of today's advanced automotive systems, including hybrid EV, driver assistance, diagnostics, emission, and complex electronics. Created for working service professionals and taught by ASE-certified instructors, classes are held as lunch and learns in the evenings and weekends at on-site locations, as well As available on demand. Bring your knowledge to the next level at dormantraininglive.com. Okay, Sue, look at, I know you were at Apex. You were working hard getting the word out for your great program. Give me. And the 10 is about hours. All we want to do is get 10 hours of your time. But the connection here is to be able to tell parents and tell the educational world that we have careers for them. And part of, I think, where you've got some strength with this great program is the career pathways endorsement that's going on in education. Tell us about it.
1: Yes. Education is now looking at the skilled labor as it's back in fashion. So we're looking at things on the industry. This is the time we need to engage with education. We are going to see education looking to businesses for skilled work-based learning because of their career pathways endorsement. You're going to see this coming probably in the next three years as a requirement by the state. In Illinois right now, we have already have a career pathways endorsement and it's 60 hours of career work-based learning in the transportation cluster. So Illinois is really great because we've got this endorsement laid out, the graduating class of 2027, which would be the high school class of freshmen, coming freshmen this year, but they don't have a plan. They've got the endorsement in place, but there's no plan on how do you get that 60 hours?
0: No plan. That may have something to do with the government's great ideas, but yet we don't know how to do it.
1: So how do you engage a business, small or big, to call them up and say, hey, Would you give 60 hours of work-based learning to a student? The phone's going to hang up. What about an apprenticeship? What about an internship? None of us are in the place after the pandemic to just donate time. So the Give Me Ten program is a simplified form to get us engaged with education.
0: You just said something huge and big and powerful that we don't have the time. And so in five years, when we wake up and realize that I'm in a worse place than I've ever been, I'm losing people I haven't kept up. We haven't seeded the training we have. Look around. Everybody's gray. They all want to retire. And I'm also talking to shop owners around the country that are telling me that their average age of their technicians is in the millennial group, meaning there's a lot of young 30 sums that are great technicians who want to learn. They're thirsty and they see a great future. So you're Objective, what I'm here to do and talk about is to get people off their bestest intention and tell the world that we have a very high-tech, high skilled trade here in the automotive that has just just a bad rep.
1: Yeah. We're no longer a dirty job. We're no longer the bottom of the barrel. EV has changed our industry. We have so much to offer a student in our industry. It's not just about the technician. Think about the service advisor, what you need to know just to be a really good service advisor. How about a parts man? I mean, you really have to know a car in order to Get the right part on that. There's a lot of different avenues, streets, and give me 10 as a career test. So the kids can come in and say, hey, I think I want to be a technician. Maybe that doesn't really work. Okay, why don't we move you over to a service advisor? Maybe that'll work. The idea of this is to keep you in our industry. You love cars. You love the industry. Let's find a place for you in our industry and take just 10 hours to figure that out and then grow that to an actual apprenticeship internship. Let's get them some formal training. I've been out there just trying to ask people to donate some training time. And it's always about what's the ROI in it for me. There isn't going to be an ROI if we don't all start just fixing. Your point is, is
0: we've got to do our part. I failed to introduce Sue officially here in the beginning. So let me bring you down to the real world of why she has so much passion. Klaus Tire in Ottawa, Keegan, Illinois, and GiveMe10.org. She created this. This is her baby because she was so passionate about, so passionate about giving exposure. And when I think about Big Ten and I think about how you're selling it, and I think about so many, the hundreds of people that have signed on and said yes, what you just defined just a few moments ago reminded me of an appetizer hors d'oeuvre for our industry. It's like just before the dinner, Let's have whatever the hors d'oeuvre is. That's the give me 10. And this is such a great idea that Sue is getting, if you will, ahead of the horse, ahead of the cart, if you will. And yeah, you're pushing, but yes, you're pulling this industry of ours, these two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand shops that are out there in the independent aftermarket to do their part and to say, To every school, listen, give me some students. I would spend 10 hours with them next week, the week after, figure out how to get them over here. Maybe their parents can drop them off, but we would love to expose this incredibly high tech industry to them, especially if they don't know what they want to do.
1: And when we look at it, we give them a taste of it and then we can work on workforce development dollars. And I don't know if anyone in the country is really looking at the workforce development agencies that are out there, they're across the country. They will help attract, retain, and train your current workforce with federal dollars. So we've been writing this. We just got a $40,000 work-based learning grant for our students. So they'll do the Give Me Ten, and then they like our industry. So now we can pay them while they're training. So it's an earn and learn type of a program. It's a win-win situation, and people need to start looking at their local schools get on those advisory boards, get on them. It's really, really important for us as an industry to look at what is being taught in those schools and does that match what we need in industry? And I think people are missing that opportunity.
0: You are so right about getting the curriculums up to speed and they need the independent because we are seeing a much wider swath of vehicles, then trust me, the dealerships are all part of the high schools. The dealerships are all part of post-secondary. I'm on post-secondary. In fact, today, the day we're recording this, we have our monthly meeting. And you get a proactive head of the department Who is now doing? We're in a deep curriculum change and getting up to speed. But in high school, sometimes, and I'm not saying this is everywhere, that we get a little complacent. Some of the teachers are ready to retire and they don't want to dive into the big, heavy, new, high tech stuff. And it's important that industry, it's important to do the things that you're doing. We need to get involved. And oh, by the way, High fives to the money that you're getting. To me, working with the government, trying to get a grant, Sue. To me, that would be like hands, you know, fingernails on a chalkboard to me.
1: Yeah, I've been very fortunate working with Lake County Workforce. We've partnered with them, but you have to understand, my group now is well over 30 shops. So we're taking students in our community, and we're sending those students out for Give Me Ten. And then it grows from there. And we've had students go to the local community college on federal grant money. I've also had students get a paid work-based learning experience on the job training. I had one student last year, a thousand hours that was paid by a federal grant. And then the student got to go to the local community college to get his associate's in automotive repair. So everyone needs to start looking at this as an opportunity to grow our industry. And it is really geared for the small business. I look at our group. I'm so proud of all these independents getting together to help each other. And I think our industry's got to look at our marketing, our different large companies out there. Forget about the ROI let's all get together, let's collaborate, let's get this thing rolling in the right direction so we all can have a future ROI, so we all can sell more parts. That's where we've got to start. We've got a lot of great programs out there, but there's nothing that's centrally located that's growing from one point, very small point to a bigger point. When I was at Apex, I was talking to ASC about this, trying to get some information. How can we get this where we start with 10, And then we get into a formal internship or or apprenticeship, could be ASC certified, that takes that student into the aftermarket world and gets them started with a career path.
0: I'm so impressed with the passion that you have that there are people going to be listening to this saying, I want to be like Sue. I get it. I understand. She's right. This is something that we need to step up and do. And there's a lot of local networking groups that are around the country, business development groups. They have a strong apprentice program, but it doesn't mean they can't get involved with Give Me Ten, which could ultimately get into their program like that. So how can, I know I'm going to put you on the spot here. I'm going to stretch this thing. How can somebody become a Sue Dixon or be mentored by you or to say, listen, these are the levers you have to push and pull next. Is there any way on giveme10.org that they can get in touch with you?
1: they can go on there and fill out, there's a, I will donate 10 hours to a local student. We're just collecting data right now on areas in which I'd have a lot of shops interested in the program. On the flip end, education partner, Jack Wilson and I, have been selling implementation packages to the education system for work-based learning. We will be at ACTE at the end of this month, which is like APEX for the educators, administrators. There's going to be about 6,000 people there. And we're there talking about how important it is to engage with work-based learning and how to simplify it. Because what's happening with education right now is they're going to have these career pathways endorsements and they're going to be like, how do I engage a business that's not coming to an advisory, doesn't really have the time or the money to invest in a student? How can we simplify? And that's what Jack and I have done. We've simplified this. Not only that, in our industry, we talk about workman's comp. These kids are under 18. They're coming into our shops. It's a huge liability. Well, in Illinois, if you're on a work-based learning experience, you fill out the form, parents sign it, the school signs it, we sign it. It's like going on a field trip. The liability falls within the school. So shop owners have to look at that and say, this is an opportunity to donate 10 hours to see if this is a good career fit for the student, if the school's curriculum is in line with industry standards, and if this student is employable, and do I want to invest time now and money to maybe get the student into an internship or apprenticeship program. A lot of these programs that come out and say, okay, I want to do this apprenticeship, it costs shop owner time, money, and there is really no end commitment to when that apprenticeship is over if that student's going to stay with you. So you can train them and then they're out the door.
0: (laughs) Got it. ACTE, where's that going to be
1: held? In Phoenix.
0: In Phoenix. Hmm. Trying to remember my son, who's a guidance counselor, said he was going to a conference at the end of the month. And I'm just wondering if this is it. And in his school, they do the big picture program, which is very much kind of like what you're saying. Although your Give Me Ten is focused on the automotive where the big picture is any skilled trade. But my son, Matt, and a bunch of local shops, they have young people going to shops all the time. And because of my involvement and because of a networking group that we have here in Buffalo, some people have stood up and said, hey, send me a student. I'll take them on. And some of them have worked out great. They see brightness in these young students and some of them haven't. But you can't, you don't know how the water tastes unless you
1: taste it. Well, you have to look at it too. Okay. Say that the student isn't a good fit. The student now has the experience of coming to your shop, knows the back end of it. The student the parent, they become your customer. This is a local thing. And give me 10 now. We went through a big transition. It is any skilled labor. Our specialty is the automotive field, because Jack and I, that's where our hearts lie. But the program can be integrated in any skilled labor. In fact, at the Lake County Tech Campus, where this program is currently running. We started in the automotive and collision and now they have adopted my entire program in the entire school. And Lake County Tech Campus happens to be the largest career and technical education center in the state of Illinois. We cover three different uh, counties and we pull in over 22 schools. So they've adopted it. We are now working with culinary. We are now working with welding, uh, collision. So we are all the skilled labor why is that we all are hurting no more four-year college so now like i said skilled labor is back in fashion it's going to be the cool thing in a couple of years.
0: Has the, have the colleges realized that they've overcharged for all these years and it's made it so impractical for people, especially in the state of our economy today, to pay for college? Anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I created a really cool poster. Let me let me bring it up and show it to everyone. Automotive careers happen here. It's colorful. You can get it Carm at remarkable results.biz and I'll send you a PDF version and go to your favorite color, print it out and put it on your counter. Give me 10 or not. We have got to Start telling our customers, our clients, their friends internally that we can help shape automotive careers as an industry. We're not doing anything. How many 10, 15, 20 customers come through a day, and we're not doing one thing to promote our high tech industry, the fact that we have opportunities. And even if your shop is fully staffed, surprise, surprise, you may have an opening. And what if you had that up and comer? who shows so much incredible promise that instead of a five-year learning curve, they're so smart and so good with their hands, they could have a two-and-a-half to three-year learning curve that makes them a top mechanical specialist in your company because you nurtured them. I think a part of this, Sue, is you, the shop owner, the shop manager, having the heart to see what you could do to mold
1: Young people. Yeah, you're growing your own workforce is what you're in control of that. The other thing is that these new kids that come in, it brings new life to your shop. Your older technician is now a teacher and it brings them to a different place. So the customers come in, they ask questions, who is that kid? It just brings community into your shop. There's so many different things, positive things that it does bring into your shop. And we are very fortunate to have a lot of backing from our community. We've been fortunate to have the raffle car that, you know, I brought to the table three years ago. This year, we have a 2013 Lincoln MKZ loaded had a blown motor. We are now in the process of we got to use motor. The kids put the motor in. We've worked on steering, suspension, and brakes. It's now over to collision. They're cleaning up the quarter panel in the back in a couple weeks. It's probably a couple months now. We'll be rolling it out. You can buy tickets for 10 bucks. To win this car. In the last two years, we've done it twice. And the first car was a 2011 Chevy Equinox with a blown head. We raised $11,800 with that. Last year, we resurrected 2011 Suzuki SX4 with another blown motor. The kids had a great time. One of our students won the car for 10 bucks and he's driving it around now. So, And the money goes back to an, a non-for-profit for kids who can't afford to go to Tech Campus. And then the rest of that money, goes to a tool scholarship program and we have a panel of independent shop owners that look at the applications the seniors get to apply and the winners they win toolboxes with tools so we can get tools in the hands of these students so they can start in our industry. We've got so many things that we need to do to get these students ready. Tools, education, a career path. It all starts with 10 hours. It could be very simple.
0: I'm bought in, I'm listening, and I say I want to be like Sue. When I grow up someday, I want to be like Sue Dixon. So I love your passion. I'm sure our listener does too. me 10org Now, if I go there, can I get enough information to start building this in my own community?
1: If you give us a call, Jack and I will do a 45-minute free, just like Zoom call. We'll let you know what we're doing, how it's done. After that, if you need more guidance, we can talk about that. We're really in the education sector. So our program has already been adopted in Brookings, Oregon. So we're working on that right now. So once we get a good database of who is willing to give 10, and then we get into the schools, we can match that school with the people that are in our database to say, hey, we've got these local students, now we've got these local shops that are willing to take a student in so we can make a match. That's kind of the idea here, so we can open up the doors with little or no money, little or no effort, and the Give Me Ten program don't bog you down with a lot of paperwork, try to simplify everything so it's not a stress factor for the shop owner and it's not a stress factor for the school system.
0: It just just hit me, Sue. Does it start with education or does it start with the independent Shop owner who has to come to the plate first because we've got to convince education that this is like a field trip, so everything is covered. We also have to convince the shop owner that they want to do this. There's a blending together of this. Where
1: does it start? How does it work? It is a blending. This is where this career pathways endorsement. The states are going to require these things happening. So, how are these? educators looking at it to say, okay, I've got to get whatever that state is endorsing. Like right now, Illinois is saying 60 hours. You've got teachers out there that are going, okay, there's no way I can get a kid out in the field for 60 hours. Okay. So we have, like I said, we've got to start small and we can build upon that. And that's what Jack and I have been doing for the last seven years. And every year we just, we get another opportunity. And it is just one year after another. I think when we started having this conversation, I don't know, maybe three years ago, we were still growing and it's every year, it's another added thing that's going on. So we are very passionate and we are very invested in making that relationship happen between education and industry.
0: Okay, I got it. I have it figured out here. Some of the states through the career Pathways endorsement are going to realize that if they want to play nice in their requirements to their states, they got to do this. We're raising our hand going back up to education and says, hey, we're a willing player here. We have this great program. Give me 10. So that's where it starts. We could do a little pushing. They could do a little pulling. They could do a little pushing. We could do a little pulling. So let's get ourselves known. Let's get out there. Let's knock on some doors at some high schools. Let's say the words career pathways endorsement. See if it lights someone up. And now we've got something going. But to your point, love to see the local networking group going so that you can build some kind of core base excitement around our independent shops around the area. A final word. What did we miss?
1: We miss the opportunity to engage workforce development. That's a huge part of it. I think independent shop owners need to kind of reach out to their local agencies. That's something that if you call me, Jack and I can get you on the right road. And start looking at some federal money that will help you grow your current workforce or attract new. Force. There's a lot of opportunity that people are missing out on. When I think about it and we talk about it, if you have education, you have industry and you have workforce development, you have the dream team because you're able to have this constant flow of new workers coming into your business every year. And then you can pick and choose how that's going to look for you. And if it doesn't work out for you, know that there's the opportunity that they can become your customer or you can redirect them somewhere in our industry. How about getting them into warehousing? How about getting them into manufacturing? There's a lot of different things that are happening in education and work-based learning, we need to make the change happen for us and direct these students with a clear
0: career pathway. Well said. Bottom line is we have to be proactive. We can't sit back, wait for anyone to walk in our door. It's not going to happen. Occasionally, you may get lucky, but we have to be very proactive with clients, with education, with government, and let them know that we have one of the largest needs of skilled trades of in any industry. What the numbers are 600,000, some kind of number I may have recently seen from Tech Force. So critical, important give me 10, Sue Dixon, Klaus, Tire and Auto, one of us, hardworking shop owner who had this incredible idea to give me 10.org. Sue, thank you so much for all that you're doing, for the update. And let's challenge if you're listening to this, and you got one glimmer of an idea or hope that you can be a difference maker, please put that first step forward. Thanks, Sue. Thank you. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the Premier Automotive Aftermarket Podcast. Until next time.